Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Great to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY is the number. 833-468-8669. And, of course, uh, the live stream, Tony Katz Radio. Right there, there, right there is uh, producer Ari. I am Tony Katz. Such a pleasure. And Brett Kavanaugh is still the front and center news. This story is not going anywhere. But the question is, what will the effect be? To a woman by the name of Christine Ford, who claims that 36 years ago, when she was 15 and Brett Kavanaugh was 17, that... Brett Kavanaugh tried to force himself on her during a house party in a bedroom where they were both drunk. And there was another guy there. And he put her on the bed, back to the bed, tried to take off her clothes. She tried to yell for help. He put his hand on her mouth. This is her story. The friend turns up the volume on the radio. Then jumps on. They all fall off the bed. She gets out. This is how she tells the story. Now, there's a lot to question here. And unfortunately, for those people who have actually been sexually abused, well, this is uh, this is the kind of thing that makes it not easy to come out and tell your story because people are like, we don't believe you. And I don't know if I want to go down that road of society. The problem here is that how this story came out is so hyper-political, so clearly political, uh, that, that you wonder, how could it be seen in any other way? Dianne Feinstein, the ranking member of the Senate Judiciary Committee, had a letter from this woman all summer long. The letter detailing this allegation. You know what she did with it? Nothing. Nothing. She didn't show it to anybody. She didn't introduce it into uh, evidence. Uh, She didn't um, ask questions about it publicly or in her one-on-one meeting with Kavanaugh. She didn't even discuss it. Then some other Democrats learned about it. Some other Democrats learned about this letter, and they wanted this letter made public. And she said, no, 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 no. I'm going to refer it over to the FBI. Well, from there it got leaked. From there it got leaked, and this woman has now gone public, even though she wanted uh, to, to keep her anonymity. And the most amazing part, the lawyer, the lawyer there, who is, her name is Deborah Katz, no relation at all, she was asked this by Nora O'Donnell, on uh, CBS. Why does your client believe that Judge Kavanaugh's alleged behavior in high school disqualifies him from becoming a Supreme Court justice? She hasn't taken that position. Whoa! The entirety of the Democratic Party has taken that complete position from beginning to end. That is their position, that this allegation, singular, means that uh, Brett Kavanaugh can't be a nominee. It's done. It's over. Goodbye. We need to delay the vote. We need to delay this. We need to delay that. It's an allegation. It's an allegation that also is being denied forcefully by Brett Kavanaugh. 
very, very forcefully by Brett Kavanaugh, saying, and I'm quoting from his statement today, Monday, this is a completely false allegation. I have never done anything like what the accuser describes to her or to anyone. Because this never happened, I had no idea who was making the accusation until she identified herself yesterday. I am willing to talk to the Senate Judiciary Committee in any way the committee deems appropriate to refute this false allegation from 36 years ago and defend my integrity. Well, that ain't screwing around. That 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 is not leaving any room uh, for any level of error at all. You, you, there's no wiggle from this. If in any way anything like this actually happened, he's done. It's over. He's finished. The only reason you go down this road is you don't think the other person can prove it. Well, you didn't do it. What do I think? I think uh, they were both at the same party. It's a party, by the way, that as she writes, or I I should say as the Washington Post reports, uh, where no parents were. She was 15. He was 17. There was drinking. They were both drunk. She doesn't remember whose house it was. She doesn't remember how she got to the house. She doesn't remember the day. She knows it was the summer of 1982. Listen, all of that does not mean she made this up. It means it already goes down the line of questioning what actually happened. That's not something that can be denied. But here's where I think it's going to go down to. I think in her head she believes something happened. Right? She took this this polygraph test, which is, all right, interesting in and of itself why she took the, the, the test. Uh, but uh, she, I guess through her lawyer, they had an, a former FBI agent administer a polygraph test. And she passed the polygraph test. And people want to say, oh, look, look, passed the polygraph test. Clearly not lying. Clearly not lying. Whoa, 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 whoa. Polygraph test doesn't mean that what she said is is what happened. A polygraph test would mean that she believes what she said. Those are two fundamentally different things. They're different things and they have to be treated as such. Passing a polygraph test does not mean that your version of the events is accurate. That's, that is simply untrue. It means that that's how you remember something that happened. Or that's how you remember something even if it didn't happen. There's a lot to unpack. The question is, what does it do to the nomination? If I'm Donald Trump, I don't go anywhere. I don't move anything. I don't change anything. I demand the, the vote. I demand that he get uh, confirmed. Is there going to be a... That's the word I'm looking for. It, will they delay? They might have to. They might have to delay for a couple days. And I don't necessarily blame them for, for, for doing that. I don't think they have to d- delay the way the Democrats are going to want them to delay. Guys like Senator Joe Donnelly of Indiana, who's a... He wants to claim he's a moderate Democrat. What a bunch of load. That, he's, not a, he's not a moderate Democrat, Ari. Don't, don't laugh. Don't giggle. Don't comply. He's not. He's not a moderate Democrat. This is a guy who thinks that Obamacare has value. This isn't a moderate Democrat. That's just, it's his shtick, right? 
It's it's the part he plays. It's the caricature that is Joe Donnelly. But it isn't the facts. It's not the facts about Joe Donnelly in the slightest. He wants this to be delayed so we can get more information. Okay. How long of a delay? Two days? Two weeks? Two months? Two years? How much of a delay uh, do the Democrats want? And the answer is there is not enough delay for them. They want all the delay they can get. How long of a delay do you want? Well, at what moment can you guarantee President Trump will be dead? What? Well, that's the delay we want. We want delay until he is dead. It's the Democratic Party. It's exactly what they want. What did Maxine Waters say about impeachment? And, oh, if we impeach Trump, we'll get Pence. Whoa, whoa, one thing at a time. First we get Trump, then we'll get Pence. You think she worries about the rule of law? Does does Maxine Waters, you think she gives a damn? Maxine Waters about about whether or not someone's innocent or guilty? No. Do you agree with me? Nope. Well, then you're then you're a racist. You're a bigot. You're the devil. You have to go. This is who she is. This is that's why she's disgusting and awful and horrible. And so, by the way, the Democratic Party in this. My God. My God. Waiting until now. You had this information all this time. Waiting until now. I mean, this is purposeful. There's no other way to spin this. Uh, David Axelrod was saying how this looks bad for 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 Republicans. I, I think this looks bad for 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 everybody. Oh, it puts Democrat it puts Republicans in a pickle about what they'll do. Looks like Democrats either a made this up or b held off on letting it be public until this moment so they could delay the confirmation. Hype. They don't care about women. They don't care about women being abused. They don't care about women being used as sexual objects. They don't care. What they care about is their politics and getting elected and reelected. They don't give a damn about anything else. Obviously. It can't be said enough. Can't be said enough. Uh, much, much more to get to. And if you're not watching the live stream, Facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio. That is where... You can see it. Keep it right here. I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz, good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY is the number. 833-468-8669. People enjoying the the live stream over there on on the Facebooks, facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio is where you you find it. Somebody was asking a question, um, and the question was, is there any uh, truth when we talk about Kavanaugh? Is there any truth to the uh, rumor that the this woman, Christine Ford, who is accusing Brett Kavanaugh of sexual impropriety when she was 15 and he was 17, um, and says that he tried to force himself on her and tried to take off her clothes, and when she went to yell out and put his hand uh, over her mouth, is it true that in 1996, when uh, her parents were, have, were in a foreclosure hearing, the judge on that case was Brett Kavanaugh's mother. That is true. That is absolutely factual. That the parents of this woman, Christine Ford, uh, obviously had a um, an issue and had a foreclosure, 
and that, indeed, it was Brett Kavanaugh's mother who was the judge in that case. I don't know what that has to do with anything. And people I know, like, and trust and believe in, uh, Kurt Schlichter, uh, I just did the voicing for his audiobook. Uh, that'll be out October 2nd, Militant Normals, and uh, you should pick that up. Um, I, kn- I know that that he's put it out there. He's like, okay, I don't, I don't know if this is something, but it's something. I feel it's like the same way, uh, except less. I don't know if it's anything. I don't know if it's a, you know, sometimes it's just a cigar. Not everything is this, not everything is this crazy conspiratorial nonsense. Sometimes it's just a damn thing. It's a, it, it, the mom was a judge. She might have actually dealt with some of these cases. I don't know if I'm supposed to get all worked up over every case she ever had and, you know, and and be going through, you know, what does it mean and, and, and the deep-seated, you know, uh, interplay there. I don't, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not doing it. What do I know? What I know is that we want to tell somebody at the time they were 17 years old that what they did then disqualifies them from being an adult today and moving forward in their profession. That's what we want to do. We want to take your childhood and we want to politicize it to the point where we destroy you, where we kill you until you are dead. That's what we want to do. We want to take any moment we can that doesn't fit into our view of the world, and we want to use it against you even if there was actually no crime. All we want is the charge. If we can somehow get the charge, make the allegation, and damage you with that without having to actually prove anything, well, then hot diggity mother effing damn, we are good. That's exactly what they want, and that's what they want. By the way, can you say mother effing? Yeah, I think I'm okay there. I think you're okay there. I know it's rare for me, right? I don't, I don't do that kind of. I don't even get close to the to the line there. Yeah, you know, if we don't have a job tomorrow, either of us, I'm blaming. I you. don't think that's it. I think we're gonna have a job. Well, you know, I think I'm okay. I think I'm covered. But you tell me. I mean, it is third hour. Anything goes. It is third hour. Anything, anything, anything goes. It's it's not a problem. It's not a problem at all. Uh, that's uh, Ari Castle, by the way, producer extraordinaire. So here's where we are. Here's where we're at. These allegations, more and more information coming out. The only thing I know is that if we live in a society where what you did as a 17-year-old can destroy you as an adult, everybody loses. Everybody loses there 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 is nothing else if what you did as a teenager determines the person you are 36 years later we make no room for growth or anything else no room for change no room for understanding no room for knowledge well then the society is doomed that is not condoning sexual abuse or sexual assault That is questioning whether or not we dip into the childhood to determine the adulthood and whether or not the only way to be able to get through society, to survive in society, to have a decent life going forward is to have been an angel. To protect your child from life. I don't think as a society we've really asked ourselves exactly how damaging and damning this all is. But it's damaging, and it's damning.
Overheard. Here's Brian. All right, let us commence with another delightful and delicately crafted edition of Overheard, yes? Hmm? You know, it's the kind of three-and-a-half-minute program you can sit down and enjoy together as the whole family, Mom, Dad, and Junior. <clears throat> Let's begin, yes? So Maxine Waters has cranked the threat machine up to full crazy once again, making careless statements that are easily interpreted as an implied intent to commit homicide, a dog whistle, if you will, if they had been uttered by a Republican. However, since the moderately coherent statements were spewed forth by a Democrat with rotting gelatinous sludge for gray matter, all is forgiven, for as we all know, Maxine Waters is fat crap. Or as the French say, Maxine Waters is bad crap. It just sounds better in French. French, doesn't it? Any insult delivered with a French accent just immediately becomes funny. You try that crap in Bosnian, it doesn't work. What about Korean? Yeah. Alright, Maxine, what would you like to vomit on the Republic today, dear? I had a conversation here today when someone asked, but what about Pence? If you were able to impeach, Pence will be worse. And I said, look, one at a time. You're not <laughs> Intimidated. Honest to goodness, is there a more ignorant member of Congress? Hey, what about Chinese? <laughs> hey, you remember all that talk about Russian collusion, Russian interference, Russian trolls, and just Russia, Russia, Russia? And remember all that talk about how social media platforms and Google were being utilized against poor, innocent, and entirely victimized Hillary Clinton? You know, a.k.a. the glass ceiling buster. Not because she broke through any barriers, of course. It's just that her voice, oh, God. I get sometimes a little overwhelmed by the fact that I love this country. I think we already are great. Now I think we can be greater. Anyhow, you know all that talk about how Russia was helping Trump? Well, get this. Tucker Carlson revealed last night an email that his producers obtained, which showed that Google was actively working to help Hillary Clinton win the 2016 election. The company used its power to ensure that millions of people saw certain hashtags and social media impressions with the goal of influencing their behavior during the election. Elsewhere in the email, Mario says Google, quote, supported partners like Voto Latino to pay for rides to the polls in key states. She describes this assistance as, quote, a silent donation. Yeah, right. So let me see if I got this right. Google, the most powerful search engine in the world, was actively working to help Hillary Clinton win the 2016 election, and she still got her ass kicked. Boy, Hillary really sucked, didn't she? Well, listen, maybe next time around when Hillary inevitably runs in 2020, she can recruit the fine, patriotic, freedom-loving executives at Nike to craft a campaign for. You know, like they did for Colin Kaepernick. Believe in something even if it means deleting everything! I'm Brian Baker. Hey, what about Dutch? Maxine Waters is flair magical. <laughs> Brian Baker, thank you. Tony Katz, 833-GOT-TONY. 833-468-8669. That is uh, the number at Tony Katz on uh, Twitter. Uh, the Florence hurricane is massive. 23 is the last count on, on people who, were, uh, who have lost their life. 
23. It's unbelievable. And there are some horrible stories. Oh, there are some horrible stories that have come out. And then there are some stories that are just flat-out crazy that have come out from this hurricane that hit North Carolina, then into South Carolina and continuing. And this is a story of dogs. And I know, I know you mentioned dogs, you mentioned pets. People lose their minds. They're crazy about their pets. Volunteers rescued six dogs that were found abandoned in a locked cage. This is Leland, North Carolina. The owners left them there as they fled Hurricane Florence. The floodwaters had come up like halfway. It wasn't a cage like like you would see like in your in your like a crate. No, no, no. It was a cage, it was like a like a standing building almost, like a seven foot ceiling kind of thing. Uh, and the cage went all the way up to the top. The dogs are leaning against the the chain link of the cage to try so because they if they don't they'll drown. If they don't they'll drown and then rescuers had to cut open the cage. Now here's the question: Did the people doing this? I see. I don't like to think the, the absolute worst of people. I look at the people who did this and said. They keep them in the cage so they wouldn't be hurt and they'd, they'd, they'd be safe and they wouldn't run off and then get hurt and not think about floodwaters? Or are the people who did this just absolutely the most daft, ignorant people who ever lived and should be, and should be prosecuted? I really want to go with the first one. I really do. Oh, I don't want to think, you know what? Just put them in the cage. They'll drown. It'll be over. We're not spending money on dog food. I don't want that to be it. Oh, please. No, 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 no. More to get to, including the Taco Bell insanity. That's all coming up. I'm Tony Katz. been a rough rough week for Taco Bell. They they can't get out from under. It's been it's been problematic. It's been destructive. It's been it's been painful. It's been some bad PR. I mean, they had to fire somebody over this last one. And when I say bad PR, normally like when when you're told, "Hey, you're the best Mexican restaurant in America." People are like, "Yay!" And then uh and then you realize it's 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 Taco Bell, and you're like, oh no, no, that is not accurate. Seventy-seven thousand people in the Harris poll, and they come up with Taco Bell as the best restaurant, Mexican restaurant in 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 America. It's not even Mexican food. What are we talking about? That'd be crazy. Yeah, it's it's just silly. Now we did a whole thing uh, on this. Uh, if you go over to TonyCats.com and you get the podcast for Eat, Drink, Smoke, yeah, whole whole thing on this subject. Uh, it's it, it's great. Myself, Fingers Moy, April Gregory, always a, a good time. It's right there. All, everything is always at TonyCats.com. That's where you get it all. But then this happened. You got Hialeah, Florida. You've got this Taco Bell employee at the drive-through. Woman comes up, wants to order. Taco Bell employee won't serve her. She then goes to the second window. Is like, hey, I want to order food here. 
I want to order food. And uh, the, the employee's like, mm, no. But claims she doesn't speak English. So you got the woman in the car like, why won't you take my order? You got the woman in the drive through window like, I don't speak English. And you get this. Eh? You have a manager here? It's a little man. She tried me not on my She tried me on purpose. You see this? Yeah. Right. Ma'am, so no house. Nobody here speak English. Nobody in the no back speak English. No. So you can't take my order. You won't understand what I'm saying? <laughs> but you speak something, though. Yeah, but I want to order food. No, no, Yo. This goes on for three minutes. This, this employee refuses to take the order. It's unbelievable. And at one moment, the, the employee... Is like this is Hialeah. Listen, I'm trying to order. <laughs> okay, but I want to order food. That doesn't make any sense. You're not making any sense. Call the police. I didn't do nothing. I'm trying to order food. Yeah, the employee is now calling the police because the woman in the drive through line won't leave as other people are behind her because she wants to order food, and the woman in Taco Bell uh, says, I'm sorry, I don't speak English, so therefore you can't order. Okay, but I want to order food, and no, you telling no, me you no, can't no, order my no, food because no, you don't speak English. That no, doesn't no, make no, any no, sense. No, that doesn't mean nothing because this is Hialeah. No, this no, is America. No, Y'all no, don't take over the whole population. Okay. I love this woman in the car. I love this woman in the car. It's Hialeah, so therefore I, I can't place an order. I have to speak Spanish in order to, to place an order. You know what? Hialeah's in Florida. Florida's in the United States. You don't speak English, you got to go. Boom, gone, goodbye, done, finished. See you later. Don't hit the door, hit you in the ass. Bye-bye. Why not? It's the same total insanity. The insanity of the idea that you would come to a country, and by the way, maybe this woman was born in the country. How would I know? But you live in the United States and you don't speak English. You don't even try to speak English. You refuse to speak English. You won't serve somebody who speaks English. That's complete insanity. And then to go about using the logic that, well, you're in Hialeah, you should be speaking Spanish. That's nuts. That is daft. That's the kind of ignorant vitriol. That's elitism is what it is. The idea that they're so absolutely important, their way is the only way, and to hell with you. You're in the United States, however you got to the United States, and you don't learn any English, and you expect America to kowtow to you, then you, the American citizen, go to Hialeah and order Taco Bell, which if you're in Hialeah, what the bloody hell, man? For what reason are you getting Taco Bell in Hialeah? There is a street truck with better Mexican food than, than exists in the Taco Bell. But you go, and then the woman at Taco Bell has the audacity to tell you you're in Hialeah. You have to speak Spanish. Taco Bell fired her. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. Who the bloody hell wants her? Who wants her in their life? Just unbelievable. The, 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 it is. And it is elitism, by the way. It is absolute Elitism. These people think they're so important. They think they're so valuable. 
They think that anything they do is right and anything you do is clearly racist. So why why pay attention? Why engage in any of it what whatsoever? Why why bother? Oh, then there was the story of the baggage handler. Oh. Everything that you have ever feared on a plane comes to life in one video. This the baggage handler. So this is Ryan Air. I don't know much about Ryan Air. Right? It's it's uh it's like an offshoot kind of uh thing and they it's like Republic Airways supplies airlines or flights for US Airways. Ryanair does does the same thing and they've got their own planes. Um it was a flight from Ibiza to Madrid. And someone has got their video camera out or their phone out, however you want to see it. And you can see just clear as day, the baggage handler. It's kind of He's standing there, and he's, like, waist to where the luggage is, right? The the luggage cart goes to basically to the knee, and the luggage is sitting upright, you know, and then it's to the waist. And he's kind of figuring out, as he looks around, like he's not doing anything, but with his right hand, he's kind of figuring out how to use the zipper. And then he's working the zipper, and then he's moving it around. And clearly he must have known maybe from an x-ray machine or whatever that it was in there. He opens it up, and he re- uh, a speaker. It was one of those portable speakers. And takes it and puts it in his pocket. It is everything you have ever feared about a plane. It is, it, it is oh no, this is, why, this is why you hate these people. This is why you hate these people, because they're always claiming that, you know, no, none of that ever happens. No, not our people. It totally happens. It totally, totally happens. By the way, who would put their speaker in their luggage? Well, why wouldn't you? It's because of this. I would never. There's nothing electronic I'd ever put in my luggage. No, 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 no. Now, I have at times, like when I used to travel, like with my with my gear for radio, there were times I had to check that. But man, those were frightening, frightening times. Everything else, I would carry it on with me. It would be my carry on piece, without a doubt. Um, but you know, if 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 I'm carrying on, you know, my my unit right to 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 connect to stations and it's got microphones and stuff, and something's missing. I mean, you're gonna. I think you'd find that stuff. I don't know if, if the luggage gets checked a little differently than maybe like this big silver case that the thing comes in. But yeah, it's absolutely the fear. I always carry that stuff on. Always, always, always. Cause I don't. I don't trust. I don't. My, my listen. I, I flew to L.A. last week, right? So I do the. I, I did the audiobook uh, for for Kurt Schlichter's new book. If you know uh, Kurt Schlichter, uh, Townhall.com, uh, Conservative Insurgency. Uh, is one of his other books, and so I, I voiced the audiobook. Uh, Kurt, Kurt actually did he? Did, I think he did the, the 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 introduction. I think he did the first chapter. Yeah, he did the first chapter, and I did the, and I did the rest. Um, and a great experience. Oh my goodness, I I did not know how much fun it would be. I really didn't voicing an audiobook. I cannot believe how much I enjoyed uh, the process because I didn't know that when you voice an audiobook. Um, it's very much performance. It's performance-based. And there was a director, and I was expecting, okay, here's how we're going to handle this chapter. Here's how we're going to handle this segment. Here's here's how I want you to voice this. And that's what I thought a director would do, and I would follow that direction. Oh, no. No, it was me. And the director was like, uh, okay, uh, let's just say that again because it sounded a little slurred or, um, you know, you were talking too fast or, you know, your mouth didn't sound like it was, like, clean. Because, you know, when you talk a lot, you get, you know, the the, the, the spit and the spittle. In, in, in your mouth, and then sometimes you burp. That's the thing I wasn't ready for. You breathe so differently 
when you're reading the book because like when you read you're just you know reading and it's in your head but now you're reading it out and you can't just use the commas where there are commas you have to take breaths uh, throughout and so the breathing is so different i burped a lot i mean they won't be in the book they'll they'll cut out the burps because that'd be hilarious if, if the audiobook is me and my burps that's a joy i think it's gonna sell um but it was so much fun. Enjoyed it so much. But the flight, I mean, I took Southwest. It, it was fine. You know, the flight out there was fair. The flight back, it was delayed. I got to give Southwest credit, though. It was delayed like like two hours. And I didn't say anything about it. The flight was delayed. They sent me a $100 voucher, you know? I, I guess that was their way of kind of getting people over the issue without having to do anything special. You know, like if I, if I called back and said, like, and $100, this is an insult. Who do you think you're talking to right here? What, are they making 150 You know? You know what they did do at Southwest? No more peanuts. They're nowhere you, you can get, uh, you can get uh, uh, pretzels or, or, or meth. That's it. And no more peanuts. Uh, pretzels or, or meth. That, that's it. Southwest is very, uh, um, it's very, very eclectic in, in that regard. But no, no peanuts. That's all gone. But the but the, the the audiobook, oh, such an amazing, amazing experience. I'd love to do it again. Loved I want to do it from here. I want to do it from from Dear Sweet Home in Indianapolis, but I would love to do an audiobook again. Oh, I could see myself doing that a couple times a year. Without without question. Without question. And if the money's right. Because come on. Come on, money's gotta be right. I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz, so good to be with you. On Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. We stream the show from time to time. You can check it out there. And uh, Thursday, Bill O'Reilly scheduled to be with us, the one and only, formerly of Fox News. Is he on Newsmax now? He's basically doing his own thing, and he's writing every book under the sun. Right? He's writing every single book uh, that that there is. I mean, the guy does a number one uh, bestseller like like nobody's business. Um, right there, uh, and he he will be uh, he will be with us. What's the newest book? What's the newest book? I gotta give it a, I gotta give it a go over. I can I can never keep up with the amount of books the man has. It's it's absolutely insane. I'll have it all for you. That's gonna be Thursday. That is going to be Thursday. We talked to to uh, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, it's a book about Nazis. What's it called? What's, what's the thing called? Killing the SS. Oh, The well. Hunt for the World's Worst War Criminals. Yes, um, uh, also known as a good bedtime story. Ain't nothing wrong with killing the SS. Uh, no, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Why'd you ask? Uh, Amazon, um, they're making, a, doing an investigation. Staff uh, allegedly took bribes of more than $2,000 from online merchants to delete bad reviews, to restore banned accounts, and reveal customers' private buying trends. Um, that's it. That that that's that. Uh, I want to know where the criminal charges are. Sellers, many based in China, are buying data to gain an edge over competitors. I want to find these people and I want to throw them in jail forever. 
I want to throw them in jail forever. The, in, in China, they're they're buying the data to get an edge over competitors, boost sales in their online store. Amazon confirmed it was investigating these new allegations, including the deleting of negative reviews and restoring banned accounts. How do you get your account banned on Amazon? I mean, what is it? It, 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 you don't, you can't buy something if you don't pay for it. So how in the, I don't even know how that works. The Wall Street Journal did not give figures. Employees, the e-retailer sell inter internal data uh, and other confidential information to merchants who sell their goods on uh, the site. Oh, throw people in jail forever. There's no excuse. There's no get out of jail. You just, ju you just sit there. You sit there and you suffer. And that's and that's all there is to it. I know I need to do a, a, a mea culpa because I was doing a, a whole thing in the in the last hour about you know uh, the society that we're in that will will always find a way to uh, make it easy for people uh, who who speak Spanish, but they don't make it easy for people who speak other languages. And and I was going through it and I was on the fly. And I always I I, I know that the language in the Philippines is uh, Tagalog. But yet I called it Tagalog, like the damn cookie, like the dang darn damn, you know, a Girl Scout cookie. I feel awful about that. It's Tagalog because, you know, you're making a point and it's solid and you don't want to sound like a schmuck. You don't want to sound like a schmuck when, when, when you're doing it. That's, that's, all there is, uh, that's all there is to it. So I feel... I feel I feel bad about that. Not as bad as I feel for Bill Crystal, who's trying to find a candidate to run against Trump in 2020. What's it like to know that the world has passed you by? You're totally, totally uninteresting. Nobody, nobody is interested in you at all. And in any way. They don't care what happens to you in the slightest. That's Bill Crystal. That's Bill Crystal. No one's like, hmm, I wonder what Bill Crystal th thinks about this. But he told CNBC that his nonprofit, Defending Democracy, uh, Defending Democracy Together, is seeking a Republican to challenge Trump in 2020. And he said, people aren't going to say they will run against Trump unless they have the infrastructure. But I've been trying to persuade people that it might may not be that difficult. To prepare, he's organized a group of activists, according to the Washington Examiner, to poll voters and meet with focus groups in swing states. He's been courting Sass of Nebraska, Jeff Flake of Arizona, and Kasich, all of whom who have frequently criticized the president, and none of whom who are actual conservatives. Sass, I, I shouldn't be so hard on. I know a lot of people are hard on Ben Sass. I'm just not there. Flake, Flake is a disappointment. John Kasich, you know, his father was a mailman. John Kasich, John Kasich is, the, is, is just the worst. He is just the absolute positive worst. Oh, I'm, uh, how dare he even think of running? How dare he even think of bothering we the people? Just, uh, well, he was flipper hands, right? He was always like this, like with the flipper hands, like, like put all your fingers together. And then just like throw them out there, you know, and and in different and, and improper ways, like the way they're not supposed to move. Like your wrist shouldn't do that, and yet somehow, he, he, his flipper hands were were totally good in in the whole thing. Am I impressive? Am I impressive, Ari?
You never saw us go Google. See if it, see if you could do it. Go to the you know go to Bing because I I try not to use uh, uh, Google at all. So let's see. John Kasich, K A S I C H, flipper hands. Let's see if it shows up. And they're called karate hands. Yeah, but they're 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 absolutely there. They're absolutely there. I think one of the videos is him playing Fruit Ninja with his karate hands, and he's just chopping everything up. Who is Bill Crystal going to get? This is his choices? Flake and Kasich? God. God, to be filled with that much anger and vitriol and, and, and the idea that the idea that you still matter? That is stunning. The podcast at TonyCats.com. You need to be a part of that. You need to get the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast. All the podcasts are up there. You can then get in on all of uh, the action. Oh, we're going to do this again tomorrow. We're going to start streaming. That's the way it's going down, guys. Good to be with you tomorrow, everyone. Take care.